the writing for her specifically was bad. Okay. It was so, basically you can't have the kid. You yeah. want you you want I want you and I need you. <laughs> <laughs> I like you and I, and want, I want, you. want you. And then Clint's like, I better get out of here. And she's like, <laughs> Screw you, friggin' Mike. <laughs> you didn't want to sleep with me, so now you can't have my kid. <laughs> Trying to make a living is the most perverse thing on this planet. Maybe wow. not on this planet. Yeah. Wow. But it's definitely top twenty. Why it was like, where the heck did you get pizza? And I'm like, I don't know. It's been in the fridge for a while. When Luke falls in the pit, and Darth Vader uses the force to hit the switch, and oh. goes, all too easy. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his sass. I'm like, all right. There's he a lot a of good stank on that. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I can't take it. Welcome back to the wonderful Wise Works. <laughs> I was—I almost had it. I was—I was trying to be serious and do it. All right, try over. Go, go again. He said I can only do it. All right. Oh, go welcome ahead. back to the wacky, wonderful Wise Works podcast. We're glad you're here, all of you guys, gals, geeks, and goofballs. You're the best for showing up. Guys, I am gassy today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know. Wait. I might be going like, <laughs> I was gassy last night. Did you put some in those burgers? You guys had burgers? Dude, we had some awesome burgers. Oh, that's what you went and grabbed yesterday. Mm. I snuck up on Wyatt at the store he told yesterday. Me the story. <laughs> <laughs> and I, well, I, I was on the phone with you for a while yesterday, and then you were on your way home from work. Mm-hmm. And I talked to Kenzie, and she's like, could you? Go get me some things from Food Lion. So I was like, all yes, right. Darling. And then yes, I, I'm walking through, I pick up the things, yes, and then I see Wyatt. He's got his back turned to me. He's looking through the aisles. He's talking to himself because he's looking down mm-hmm. the aisles and he's going, <clears throat> what? 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 Like, what? You're thinking, where's the stuff? I, I don't want to derail your conversation, but what were you thinking? Why were you just like, uh, so when I'm aisles? shopping and I have a list in my head, mm-hmm. I say, you know, I'm, I'm, I go through and I'm like, Cheese, you know, buns. No lettuce. Lettuce. You didn't get lettuce. I don't know. I don't. For for the kind of burger I was making, it it wasn't a lettuce. Throw a lettuce on there. That would have been fantastic. When you're doing a thick burger, you do lettuce. When you're doing a flat burger, no lettuce. Okay. So he goes down the cold section, Mm -hmm. and he makes his turn, and he's slowing up a little bit, and I'm gaining on him. There's no one really around us in the cold section, so I go. Hey boy, give me your money. <laughs> yeah. So I hear I hear that barely. I barely hear that. And out of the corner of my eye on my right, I see a reflection of somebody behind me. I know he's actually on my right <laughs> side. So as I turn, my hand goes down to, you know, the knife in my pocket that I always, you know, is always there. And what I'm planning is I'm going to slow down, wait till this person catches <laughs> up because I don't know who this is. I don't know why they are threatening me like this. <laughs> Anytime some, if somebody approaches, if you hear, hey boy, that's that's a sign of aggression and yeah. somebody that wants to hurt you in the cold section of the <laughs> food lion. Good thing you didn't have a gun on you. Yeah. 
Uh, so my hand goes to my pocket because I'm going to turn and he's not going to be able to see what my hand is doing. I'm going to let him approach and then I'm going to stab him in the stomach. <laughs> I'm going to shiv him. <laughs> I'm going to wait till he gets close and I'm going to stab him in the stomach. So then he's not looking around. He's not turning around. And I just like, oh, he didn't hear me. So I give it a little shouter. Hey, boy. Yeah. <laughs> and then he does one of these. And yeah. then he relaxes. He's like, do you see where my hand's at? And he's got his <laughs> hand in his pocket. In pocket. And I was like, ooh, I was in danger. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, you got to shake things up. Let people know that the world is more, is full of more jokers than danger. Mm, dangers? There's more jokes and not as much <laughs> danger. So well, as long as you're reminded of that occasionally, be like, oh, maybe my first reaction to kill a dude is not the best well, reaction. I think I think you also should keep in mind that there is a lot of danger in the world. And if you're not prepared, <laughs> if you think everything's a joke, you're going to die. It, I'm not going to die. <laughs> you might. Well, okay. Might. If I do, I'm yeah. taking Joe with me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Choose whatever philosophy you want for mm-hmm. your life, either mine or Wyatt's. And let us know how it plays out. Yeah. Uh, do you want to get into this trailer? Yeah. Reactions? Yes. Jo- okay. Tell You introduce it, Joshua. What are we doing? I probably just... Uh, All right. Go ahead. The Keep mic. Going. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm a fan of some musicals, you know? Yeah. Do you like there. Newsies? Uh, Steven Spielberg fan. Yep. Big fan. Um, so, a combination of those two. Best of both worlds. Best of both worlds, yes. All right. You and what's the, what are, we, what are um, we watching? In the in the news lately, actually came out last week, new, Steven's new movie, uh, West Side Story. We're going to react to the trailer for it. Um, I haven't seen this, by the way. Well, they've I been. Truly haven't. This movie seen it either. Been going. It was going to come out. Two years, a year ago, I don't know. It's, it's been COVID halted it. COVID halted it. You know, right. Steven's getting up there. He can't work during COVID. Yeah, yeah. And, and also like, Hollywood there's there's listen. money involved. Yeah, you're not gonna try to get no money out of this thing. But let's just watch this trailer. All right, let's can... see if, it, if we think it's reasonable. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, pretty. What's the? Well, yeah, she's. I already like the vibe. Yeah. This is my first time in New York City. I want to be happy here. I want to make a life at home. Steven. Steven. Are you ready? Tonight is about family. 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 (laughs) The first gringo boy who smiles at you. I never seen you before. I'm not Puerto Rican. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. You no. World War III? <laughs> you know, I wake up to everything I know, either getting sold or wrecked or being taken over by people that I don't like. You keep away from him as long as you're in my house. Mmm. I'm going up now, Bernardo. I'm going to think for myself. Okay. We need you if we're going to war. Sick. Mm-hmm. Who are you? Dance off. 
never forgive you. This feels like Steven right here. Mm -hmm. yep. Oh, heck yeah. I will say that that trailer gave me chills. Yeah. It did, actually. Oh, that sorry. It gave me chills. Um, that looks good. Oh, yes, it does. I'm, that looks I'm fantastic. Ready for that, one. Yeah. The, that was a very well crafted trailer. Mm -hmm. Beautiful moments. Music followed it in classic Spielberg fashion. Mm -hmm. Just wonderful. It looks good. I'm just going to say we have to have like a montage scene of. I don't know yeah. if you guys have seen the old one. You might have. You I'm definitely familiar have not. with it. I've never seen it. Um, uh, I remember one day at work, I walked into the break room, and there was a, a guy, one of the red vest that I work with, because I'm not on the red vest team. I'm, I we wear blue shirts. And he's yes. Like, we got the blueberries coming in here. They call us blueberries. And I was like, <laughs> he's, I, he said. Uh, just to throw in the They call us blueberries. <laughs> That's what they do. That's a good workplace joke. Yeah. Um, All right. He's like, we got the blueberries coming here. It's like the sharks and uh, I don't even remember the two gangs, but it's the sharks. And from this, from yeah, the story. West from the story. And I just, I look at him and I'm just like, <laughs> and he just bust out laughing. He's like, oh, it's good you got that reference because mm. you're pretty, you pretty young. Yeah. I haven't seen the original West Side Story. Um, I will say that like, uh, there, there is, there is a little bit of, um, you know, they're, they're, they're sort of, you know, the idea of, you know, that time period and the, the, the issues with like, um, race, mm -hmm. especially in, in cities. And, uh, I, I just, in my mind, I was hearing, there's a scene from, uh, uh, Community, and which you've yeah. seen a little bit yeah, of, yeah. you've probably I've seen, seen a little bit. But the 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 dean decides he's making a movie, and he gets really invested. He becomes one of those horrific directors that's <laughs> just terrorizing everybody. And he's in a room, and he's like, "This next part, it's gonna it's gonna blow the world away because we're touching on a nerve here, race." <laughs> <laughs> I felt that in the trailer, race. <laughs> I'm excited to see what kind of Spielberg wonders we get from this because I already noticed mm, if you yeah. look if you look at a Spielberg film, he like every film you do you have close-ups, mm -hmm. right? And but a lot of times Spielberg is using his close-ups for high emotion. He's not going to just cut to a close-up unnecessarily. Yeah, like a dialogue scene traditionally in a Spielberg <laughs> film, it's not going to be unmotivated close-ups. Even if you saw, so he did a, he did a regular effect at the end there people are running past you and they're just frozen in time seeing mm -hmm. each other across the room, you know, at the dance hall or whatever. Notice every other time you see that effect in a movie, you got the medium to close-up shot. Not his. He did a full length. Full body. Full body yeah. shot. Full That's body. a Spielberg thing. Yeah. Because the reason why Spielberg wonders, he has a lot of movement, goes mm. through an entire scene without cutting um, because it, he feels it's unnecessary. You should be able to tell the story without having to cut away a bunch. That's and 
to get that effect, you usually have to stay wider. That shot that we saw very briefly um, where the two guys are fighting over the gun. Oh, yeah. We saw that for half a second. And that kind of – and they look at each other and they're yeah. making eye contact. That kind of shot can be cheesy. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when they're like looking at each other like that, but that seemed very cinematic. Both the actors, from what little, from that half a second we saw, seemed it seemed like a very intense mm-hmm. moment. Well, it, Wider it, angle too. I like, agree yeah. with you. It can be cheesy, but also throwing them like singing a number behind yeah. it, and they're like it, throw, it, it can be gun. cheesy, but that's cheesy. Like, but it's, it's that it's, seemed like it's going to be an intense yeah. moment. Did you see the composition though? When those the two groups are coming together and those shadows that mm-hmm. are casting and they're mixing up. Mm-hmm. Oh, sick. Yeah. yeah. That shadow stuff was awesome. I'm excited. I'm excited too. I, I think this could be another good musical. We don't get you we don't get a lot of big production musicals. Uh we had Les Mis, I think was mm-hmm. one of the biggest. And then since then we didn't have any. And then we had La La Land was mm-hmm. another big one. Mm-hmm. Um and now I think this could be sort of like the next big one. But I mean yeah. we've had some a few coming from Broadway to the big screen mm-hmm. um, with I'm going to butcher his name uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda yeah no okay. you got it um, yeah when they they kind of did the adaptation with Hamilton on Disney Plus and then they also did it wasn't an adaptation that or, was the show that, I know but like they, they, filmed, they filmed the show it. but yeah. then mm-hmm. he also did a movie I don't even know what it's called I know you saw it oh with, um Oh, the, crap. The, all, the other one that was on HBO Wait, Max. I think he directed that, but he was only in it just a tiny bit. He I know, wasn't but that, I'm just saying that's another one that yeah. that came out this year, actually. Gosh, what is that called? You bring it up, I wish I could remember uh, that. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's just another musical. Um, Came yeah. out on HBO, like Josh But said. I mean, well, I'm talking like, I'm talking when people think musicals of today, they Something think- Something way. Um, they think Les Mis. They yeah. think La La Land. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so this is okay. So it's kind of like inner city, um, inner city style films, and it's going to kind of people are going to think it's going to feel similar to the one Josh was talking about. Which, if I could find it, I don't know. I can't you, find it. Did you not just look up Lin Manuel Miranda? No, I, I that could have could have been so easy. Why didn't you just look up Lin Manuel Miranda and his musical? I'm still learning the Google Google game. The Google. <laughs> he looked up musicals. <laughs> typed in musicals. I typed in new search. musicals to be fair. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, hold on now. Why does it say West Side Story? That's not the that's not his. Um oh the heights. The heights. Into the heights. Into the that's heights. That's the one we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Into the heights his is kind of an inner city. Drama. I'm gonna break free. This is a more interesting I want story. To break free. <laughs> it's a more interesting story because there's gonna be there's gonna be battle. There's gonna be there's actual like stakes as opposed to just someone accomplishing their dreams. What else has the uh, the girl been in? Has she been Honestly, in anything? Let me let me seen... look her up because I, I she I haven't seen her face before. I recognize the guy. Yeah, he's um, on Baby Driver. Baby Driver. He's been in. He's a bunch on. Of stuff. Uh, is he the fault in our stars guy? No. Y- yes. Yes, he is. Yes. Um, he. I was gonna say Hunger Games. I don't think he's in Hunger Games. He. You're thinking Divergent, which he is in. Yes. Yeah. 
That is what I'm thinking. Okay, of. so she plays oh, in Shazam, I guess the second one that's coming out, and West Side Story. Oh, she, okay. She's, she's, brand, she's new. brand new. Brand okay, new. Wow. Literally, Google has brand nothing new. else about her. Yeah. West Side Story and the new Shazam get, that's being filmed she's currently. Not been in any when it, when it comes to nothing, that's it. When it comes it. to musicals it just and, and singers, often you get new people. Because mm. um, they, they hit up Broadway, and then they start transitioning or, into the... Or they... When people are going out looking for actors and they're 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 looking for a specific actor to play a part, they will have you know the auditions with with just people, and and they're like, can you sing? Can you act? Um, for example, when they did Moana, mm-hmm. they were looking for, you know, they were looking in certain areas and pe- people you know singing groups and things, and she sang the song, and she was just somebody who the right person that they were looking for and she got the part and i mean she sings amazingly yeah and if you think about it also steven spielberg is known for making films with predominantly no-name actors at the time Mm -hmm. even jurassic park what's his face who's in all the commercials Um, for home stuff now (laughs) sam neill I guess. Um, What's the guy who plays the the actor or plays no. the actor? Yeah, in Jurassic. Okay, well you've got Jeff Goldblum. That's Jeff Goldblum. That's what he's talking Sam about. Neill. No, not Sam uh, Neill. Jeff Goldblum. Samuel L. Jackson. Well, he was on the scene already. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Jonathan Attenborough Maybe. plays the old man. Um, Jeff Goldblum. Even he wasn't like I wouldn't say he would probably was super well known until he hit up Jurassic Park. His career was there; it wasn't taken off yeah. like it has been. And then he was in Independence Day. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that came out after Jurassic Park, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you're right. Yeah, I'm right. So Spielberg. Spielberg takes people and makes them famous. Yeah. <laughs> well, also he was in after Jurassic Park. He was in. Um, L- the Lost World Jurassic Park movie, which I also believe Spielberg yeah. worked on. Did Spielberg he? has done, even if he didn't direct, yeah, he he's did, done he, so I, many he worked produced, on it. I don't know that so he many directed things. it. Yeah. Uh, but that's why even The Lost World is is a fun Jurassic Park movie, in my opinion. It's got some wonky stuff, but it still, still mm-hmm. holds up. This is an interesting con- uh, conversation mm-hmm. that we're talking about Spielberg because we're about to move to topic... That is another traditional, very famous actor of a new movie that has come out that and we're going to do a review on. Last night. Well, apparently, for came us, back from the grave us. because I thought... Uh, you thought he was dead. I thought he was yeet. And I don't mean the disrespect by that. I just someone convinced me. Uh, he is 91 years old. We did. We <laughs> looked it up. He's 91. Um, we're talking about Clint Eastwood. Clinty boy. He came out with a movie um, for us last night on HBO Max called Cry Macho. Is it Macho or Machio? There's no I in it. It's Cry Macho. It's like Nacho, but M. Cry Macho. macho. Um, There's a couple categories. We we watched it. We're going to analyze it in three fashions Mm -hmm. and discuss it and give our thoughts on it. The first thing we're going to look at is the pacing and the story as a whole. The next thing we're going to look at is cinematography, what we mm. thought about that. The third thing we're going to look at is character development. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
we have a lot of thoughts, I'm sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna try to we're gonna try to go through those as formatted as we can so it doesn't feel too random. And we're gonna get good at this. <laughs> yeah. Uh so let's hit up what's that first category? Pacing and story. Pacing and story as a whole. Uh-huh. Well, this is a Oof. story of being lost and found. Yeah. <laughs> um, um I mean this I did I don't have any issue with the story as a whole. Mm. I like the story. It's it was a, pretty simple. It's a simple story, but it's not it's a good story. Mm-hmm. You know, the 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 dad in the beginning asks Clint Eastwood's character who he's known for years and he knows he can rely on um, to go to get his son. To go find his son, who's in Mexico, and and Mexico. the dad knows that the dad's not like he's a Texan. Yeah, he's a Texas guy. He's he's got man. money. He's got a ranch. He's got a rodeo, yeah. and he's he wants his son to be with him. the The dad's not necessarily like a great guy, Mm-mm. but he doesn't want his son to be in Mexico with. Uh, his ex-wife because he feels like his son is being abused mm. so he's wants to look out for his son we mm-hmm. i know this is not so much the story and this is not the concept of the story but did it explain she i know he said she was fun at a party but did was she like she was something because she's got like henchmen she's got she's got guys she, working she has for a lot of money so they may it, they they did make they it clear say, that they made investments yeah, but things. did they say she's like just got a lot of money? She's like, well, that okay. I will say this: this, this brings me to a big overarching point as far as the story goes that mm-hmm. I have is from what I think this comes from a book, um, and so it's kind of a book adaptation. I will say the story as a whole leaves out a lot. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of details that you miss are not well explained well, you or need, the motivation behind what the characters are doing in that moment yeah. is very confusing. Well, you need time for, you know, Clint Eastwood to get from point A to point B. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> he's... <laughs> he's well, walking. All right. So the story as a whole, I, and then basically to summarize what happens in the story, spoilers, it's all right, we're, we're not going to... We're not giving away the emotion of it. So if you want to experience it, you're welcome to. It. He goes to Mexico. He realizes the ex-wife is has a lot of money, has henchmen, and she's also kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, she does abuse her son, and so the son is out on the streets. He has this chicken named Macho, and um, and it's basically like his best friend. Yeah. Well, there, it's the whole drama of him trying to get their son. What's the kid's name? I can't remember. Uh, Raphael. Raphael. So they call him Raf or Rafi or something. Rafi, whatever. To get Rafi out of Mexico into Texas, and Rafi is dealing with the emotions of like, do I truly want to go? I think I do. Yeah. I, I don't. Go. I don't really know my dad. Yeah. He kind of abandoned me. But my mom. My sucks. mom's abusive. Yeah. And there's I, this girl. Eventually. Eventually, I, like I don't know who to trust. <laughs> you know. Stuff and so like he's that. he's learning to see if he can trust this guy. Mm-hmm. And um, and basically at the end. He, well, we won't give the end because it's just a little conclusion. Rank per so pacing one yeah. to ten. Give us a one to ten on pacing. Pacing, I would say, is a two. I two. was going to say two. I'm because not... the thing is, though, it's a movie and it is a story, but 
boy, does this move at a glacier pace. And every it's not even a very long. No, movie. <laughs> no, it just it's the, well, they're not telling. They took a, a while, like almost two hours, to tell a movie or to tell a story you could tell in about ten minutes. Mm-hmm. I would give it a three and a half. Oh, for for, for pacing? pacing, I'll give it a three and a half. As far as how they tell the story, mm-hmm. it felt a little bit. Uh, it, it it felt halting at moments. Mm-hmm. I f- it felt like there was a lot of scenes where it's just him and the boy talking, but not making any progress and repeating yeah. repeating things over and mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the boy. This is the boy. The the got a nice sweater though. I noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a lot of him and the boy, mm-hmm. and it, it it just felt it felt like I know I know the overarc the you know the overarching story is get the boy to Texas, mm-hmm. which so it's sort of a it's a journey. Movie. journey so story, you want to yeah. have a lot of dialogue between the two people on the journey and you probably felt that the dialogue between it never really felt like it went anywhere yeah mm-hmm. so the two of them talked the boy repeated things over and over again and clinton clint eastwood said yeah uh well <laughs> yeah kid yeah well you know that's, get out of my car you know things uh, and swear <laughs> do you remember that scene okay there is a funny scene where Clint is supposed to be like the peak anger. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's not. <laughs> he doesn't have enough energy to be no. to be so angry. He punched a guy though. Okay. Um I don't know, we didn't really cover this. We could probably cover it in the character development mm-hmm. or we can cover it after, but they did a lot of doubles double hiding. In this film, double hiding, yeah, and it wasn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't done well. No, it wasn't super. Oh, insane. yes, Clint breaking a horse. Riding horse. <laughs> it was him in a in a car accident. It was him punching a guy. It was anything physical. Clint can't do. He's ninety one years old. No, he, he has that breeze. horse would have broken him. Yeah, I remember the, at one point, the best thing you can do, Clint can do, is walk around, sit down, lay down, put his hat over his eyes, and say lines. He's they really were struggling old. over something. I think this was like closer to the end of the movie. The boy and him were having a struggle for something, and you were like, "Just push him over, Just push him <laughs> over." Yeah. So the, he, the, the, the boy and and Clint Eastwood are arguing or something. I was like, "Just." It, just push Clint Eastwood over. He's gonna fall and he's gonna break a hip or something. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, in the be- in the very beginning, there's a scene with uh, Clint Eastwood and the boy's dad, and they're talking. Um, and I don't know if it was the lighting mm-hmm. in the room, but but his face looked fake in that one scene. It looked it looked like it was fake, like he wasn't there. Yeah. Mm. Um, or, or he, he was having a, he was having a, maybe he was having an issue or something and it looked like they, um, like they were adding mm-hmm. something to, to his face cause his cheeks weren't working yeah. normally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then later in the movie he looks normal. Yeah. I don't know if, I don't know if they had to do a little bit of visual effects for, for some reason maybe he but or or it could have been that the 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 way they filmed it yes and the way that 
Clint's face works because of his upper lip. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Clint Eastwood doesn't he's have, no he, he no doesn't, lips. he's never had like no an lips. upper lip. Yeah, Maybe he, he has get a mustache. He, and he's always been kind of, yeah, kind of this. And the way that visual effects work, mm-hmm. if if the upper lip isn't moving correctly, mm-hmm. then it looks fake. Yeah. And yes. So it could have been the cinematography and just the way that, you well, know. Well, that, that brings us to a good point, um, the cinematography. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't get the, right. oh, oh yeah, I did a three, three, yeah, three and a half, yeah, three and a half. Cinematography. Um, pacing, story as a whole, very slow. Yeah. Um, the story is simple, but it's not a bad story. Mm-mm. If you're looking for something relaxing, it's more drama-based. It's an okay story. Yeah. yeah. Um, cinematography, the director of photography was Ben Davis. Ben Davis has done a bunch of stuff, mm-hmm. actually. He did Guardians of the Galaxies. Mm-hmm. He did Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. Doctor Strange, Dumbo. Um, a lot of Marvel work. He has. He did Avengers Age of Ultron. He did Genesis. Um, This is all his work. I mean, he's done quite a bit. He did Wrath of the Titans. Titans. He did a movie with... um, He's done a lot of... He's worked on a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah, he's done a lot of so stuff. So he's he's got a he's got a good portfolio a behind good him. Portfolio. He's worked with a lot of big names. There were some really good as far as cinematography. Some yeah. really good shots. I would okay. Go in ahead. This movie. I I want to talk about some of the things we we got because I know that's going to be our, our highest ranked thing. Mm. Um, that probably for me is what held up the movie. The best. Yeah, the color grading is first. I mean, I know this is. Not so much the photography, but it does tie into how you shoot the camera. Starting off, the color grading of the film and how they did it, it almost looked like a DC movie. I said that. Mm-hmm. Like, a, you know, mm-hmm. what they're doing with DC. Well, you got it wrong. It was Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> the director was doing Marvel. <laughs> yeah. But then there was a lot of good photography. Absolutely. Like, from scenery, from a truck driving down the road driving with, in Mexico well, driving with, with horses. horses running that next was a to good it. scene a lot of the a lot of the big travel scenes where you're seeing a, a vast landscape or a sunset beautiful mm-hmm. um uh, my favorite scene in the movie is when they um they stop and the the they they, they want to get out of the rain and so they go into a, a little um uh I guess it's sort of a church, a little back mm-hmm. area where yeah. there's a, a statue of the Virgin Mary, and they're laying there, or Clint Eastwood's laying there talking to the boy, and the boy asks him, you know, where is, where is, fa- if he had a family, and he starts talking about his family, and he's laying back, he's got his hat down, so the upper half of his face is shaded, the lower half of his mouth isn't, and and there's just enough as he's talking, you know, and he's got that Clint Eastwood. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, growl, and he's talking, and his lip is quivering, talking about his family, and you can see just enough of his upper face to see out of the shadow to see a tear come mm. rolling down. His, I was like, "Wow, yeah. that was a beautiful scene." Yeah. As a whole, I think the film, the cinematography, and I was thinking about this mm-hmm. last night. The cinematography was very stand like industry standard. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a few moments of even the little things. So when they were trying to start a car, there was a nice pan over the car and it was a wider shot and then it stopped and then it did a reversal 
And it's just industry standard storytelling cinematography. It was nice because the cinematography didn't try anything, anything crazy. Anything crazy. And like, like for example, a cr something crazy would be Mad Max, the most recent one. Mm -hmm. Them trying to tell a story in an artistic way, but they're in the desert, similar to this. Yeah. The filming in Mad Max is insane. It's an artistic way of filming a desert film. Yeah. This was not, this did not grab your attention too much. It was very much, here's the story. And- but it was done in a tasteful way. They, I was thinking about this. Hold on, let me let me say this real quick. Okay, you always have an issue when someone goes to Mexico. Yeah, and the color grading <laughs> turns really orange to emphasize yeah. the heat. This did not do that. It's because you know. Also, it, you, number one, you know, Mexico looks like Texas. Yeah, it should look know? the same. It should look the same. It's also winter. Mm -hmm. in mexico very clearly it's yeah. they're they're wearing long sleeves Jackets. and and i'd say they they really captured the beauty of what what mexico. you know western america looks like and what mexico looks like yes with those you know those sunsets and the the landscapes it mm -hmm. looked very pretty yes and it didn't do thing that makes you so annoyed mm -hmm. it's like we're going yeah. to mexico like, i don't want to live in mexico <laughs> look how hot it is in hobby <laughs> sunburn in three seconds but it's not it's beautiful it's the same as texas yeah it's it's beautiful it desert desert country is very beautiful mm -hmm. yeah um yeah so the the cinematography was pretty standard there were some good moments and everything was well thought through it was done great yeah. um i i couldn't tell i was watching some of the stuff where they would shoot into the car mm. and I'm guessing that it wasn't fake. I'm think they were actually probably, you know, towing a car for yeah. looking through the windshield shots. But I was thinking, you know, you could fake this pretty easily. And I noticed there was a slight, slight jiggles, you know, jiggles, but jiggles in the camera. Clint, you could, when you watch his, especially his recent movies, he likes reality. Mm -hmm. He doesn't care for um, a lot of visual effects. He yeah. likes the way Practical that reality things. looks. Yeah. So, you know, everything is very practical. Mm -hmm. um, something else, too, Clint Eastwood is known. There's a crap ton of actors that have come out and said, like, they shoot with Clint Eastwood, and he will be like, okay, we're going to do one shot take. <clears throat> and they film, and they're like, Okay, I got the shot, but can I have like one or two more takes just to try? And he'll look at him and be like, "You think you uh, are holding up for everybody's time by wanting to do these other takes?" And they're like, "No, I think I got it." And they're like, "Okay, we're going to go on then." He basically is like, "I think he's you're saying he's directors. like, so you want to waste everybody's time?" Yeah, he's <laughs> one of those directors that's like, "We got it, let's yeah. go." Yeah, yeah, he likes practical. This is interesting. I think. I think Clint Eastwood is much more of a, he's got a, a desire and a passion to tell a story mm. more than I think he would consider himself an artist. Well, yeah. I think he, he, he likes telling a story, but I don't think he's motivated by like the purest artist culture. I, I would agree with that. That's probably true. But I also think he probably does that also because of when he was first starting out, they were only using film. Yeah. They so you could only kind of do a couple takes. Well, you know, it is they, wasteful yeah. if you do anything else. Yeah. Um, because they were shooting on film, they weren't doing anything. He's digital. old school. Yeah. Yeah. 
He is old he's, school. He's about as old school he, as you can get. I mean, get. they he were is, just using scissors and tape when he, he is was <laughs> started. nine years away from 100 years old. They were rotoscoping by going in and coloring <laughs> black and white. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the film feels very... Clint Eastwood, like yeah, st- it's dialogue just, and here it is. You know, I know we haven't got to dialogue. Uh, everything feels Clint like Eastwood. Clint Eastwood is like nothing super special. Yeah, I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean it in a Clint Eastwood way. Like this is reality. The filming style is is very similar to you know if you watch American Sniper or The Mule, yeah. it's going to be the same kind of thing. Yeah, it's just. Here's the story. I did have a couple issues with, um, you know, they would film, they would film, you you would see the same shot a bunch of times. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's an editor. Someone walking away. Somebody walking away. Like, like when they introduce um, the, the, the lady who owns the cafe, Marta. Yeah. They show her walking back to her kitchen or walking back to her house multiple times multiple times like five or six times <laughs> this is what we're saying there is an issue with pacing yeah and this also does come down to an editing issue mm-hmm. more than a film issue more than a story issue it's an editing issue do we know who edited yeah I can look it up on IMDB let me see well we're about to slam them a little alright slam the crap out of them well we don't usually hear Joshua say that all right, let's see. I'm looking for editor. Where are you? Um, help me see. Oh, film edited by Davis X S Cox and Joel mm, Cox. Cox boys. The Cox brothers. That's C O X, like the company we get internet yeah. from. Cox. Cox. Mm. Um, um, they mind. edited Prisoners. Nothing. Okay, that's surprising. They edited no, um, it was American Sniper. A combination of, of movies. The Mule. So they've worked mm-hmm. with Clint Eastwood a few times. So Clint seems to be pulling... Oh, they <laughs> they edited the fifth Pirates of the Caribbean. American Ooh. Sniper, Jersey Boys, mm-hmm. Prisoners. Jersey Boys. There's another Clint film. Yeah. Okay, so they've... Invictus. This is a lot of the same movies outside of Marvel that the cinematographer worked on. Yeah. So he's Clint's pulling from the same pool of people he works with. Yeah, that he's um, familiar with. So yeah, the the Cox brothers, the pacing was off. I don't know if they're brothers. It could be father. They and both son. Have, maybe we don't know. We don't. Uh, but know. The, the the Cox boys, the Cox Coxies. boys. Yeah, so, they, their pacing was off with this movie. Yeah, yeah. In editing, the pacing was off. Now maybe you weren't provided with enough with enough footage. <laughs> to edit it the way you wanted to because Clint does because one Clint take. does one take <laughs> but I'm gonna say the pacing was off in the editing uh we, do we want to give him a little one to one to ten the uh so wait what are we are we rating just, just the character development no yeah, I don't the think we've cinematography, got the character uh, cinematography, cinematography cinematography uh one. eight eight or seven because it's yeah they weren't creative but it was definitely but there were some industry there there were some really i would say the thing okay so you can be creative they didn't try to show us something we haven't seen before seven they they didn't they didn't do anything special with the cinematography and the camera work no i disagree like i i don't mean i don't mean like they didn't do anything like like crazy like we uh like we saw in Spielberg Warners. 
Yeah, like we saw in in, in the Quiet Place too, where they have yeah. a camera yeah, inside yeah. the car as Emily Blunt is oh, yeah. driving See, and backing up, and, and the camera's in moving fact, in the car. They did the opposite. They yeah. they they filmed it in such a way to cut away a lot, mm-hmm. so they could use a lot of doubles in the action scenes for Clint. And maybe that maybe that restricted the storytelling, but that didn't make it better. So while the camera work and the cinematography was traditional, it's traditional. They caught a lot of really good looking stuff. Yes, and I think that bumps it up for me probably to a eight point five. You yeah. got to be careful, eight point because we've seen a lot of crazy stuff, man. I'm got to get in enough headroom. I I, I I think that innovation in camera work is key mm-hmm. but i also think that if you can use traditional camera work and you can use the you know very very grounded cinematography where you know what you know what, that we're familiar with but get beautiful shots yeah i think it's all about the shot like mm-hmm. like that shot of him in the on the pew with the hat i like the shots of of the landscape and and the horses the, yeah and it's, I, traditional, it's traditional but it's, it's beautiful now it's not like now that if you go back and watch the older cowboy movies the lighting the lighting plays a big role in cinematography mm-hmm. right um even though you have the the gaffer department or the gaffer and then you have the cinematography they're going to work together to work to make it look good mm-hmm. like you're saying even the lighting for a cowboy film is traditional but it wasn't like in the old cowboy films, they were trying lighting that was very innovative. Now, I wouldn't say he didn't direct cowboy films, as I'm familiar, but Alfred Hitchcock, revolutionary in storytelling with mm-hmm. light. And there were a series of cowboy films that in the that Clint Eastwood was a part of mm-hmm. that was innovative in storytelling. The lighting in this film was beautiful, was traditional, but there was nothing they were trying to tell a story, maybe outside of the little shadow on the face with the cry, but that was also just a classic Clint Eastwood moment. Yeah, hat down. Hat down. Before we move on, this is a really cute picture. I know, (laughs) I know, that's why I grabbed it. When I saw this, I was like- He looks really sweet in this picture. Man, I wish he was my grandpa. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He looks really sweet in this picture with with the, the sweater and the kind of slight smile. His eyes. His look, eyes always are piercing. His eyes look great. That's what's got him so many yeah. ladies in his life. I, I gotta call call him out on this. This movie, The Mule, he's old, but for some reason, he's still in, getting in the those, movies. All the, the ladies want him. Yeah, all of them. All of them. They're Every just single like, one they want him. Even though he's he's like ninety one, ninety one, <laughs> and he's like, he's just. You can hear his limbs creaking, <laughs> like the Iron Man suit. Yeah. Um, okay, let's get to character development, characters as a whole. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will say this: from what That's I've heard, from what I've heard, the people that everybody was excited most about the fact that we had Clint Eastwood in a cowboy hat on a horse in this movie, mm-hmm. yeah. because he, he, I don't think we've seen him in in a role like this in a while. Mm-hmm. And so for some reason, like even the HBO mini doc they put on YouTube and stuff, the people are talking about how it's a special moment to see Clint in this environment again, mm-hmm. you know, cause of how his history with cowboy films and stuff. Um, so I thought I'd throw that in there. That seems to be a big selling point actually for this film is the environment they got Clint back into. Um, well, I mean, you get to see him doing some of the things that he's familiar with. Mm-hmm. He's on a horse. 
he's sleeping in the desert outside by a fire. You get to see some They wrote of the, him a lot of one-line zingers. Yeah, you get to see him sort of being what we what we saw in the old days. Mm-hmm. You know, just a little bit, not too much, but but it's still it's seeing Clint Eastwood on a horse. It's like it's good. if we could see and training a horse, you know. Yeah. It <laughs> And training a horse. <laughs> if we like, it's like if we could see John Wayne on a horse again. Yeah, you know, it's one of those moments. Yeah, yeah, it's, exactly. It's special. It's it, this picture is a great picture as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I so, don't want to. I'm, I'm not trying to bring this down. Right? Do you about... think this uh, is Clint's last film, or no? He's got more in his up so. his sleeve. You don't think I so? Don't, I don't think so. If he even if he it's his last cowboy, I think. If he's not. If he's not acting, he, he may not act again. Who knows? Uh, but he may direct. Well, the thing is, we always, we always, yeah, I, I, I think he's definitely going to direct because he's always directing. Mm. Usually he's always working on something. Um, but I, maybe, maybe it's his last acting bit. Yep. I would hope not. Yeah. For the reasons we're about to get into. <laughs> Character <laughs> development. <clears throat> you didn't rank uh, the stuff cinematography yeah yeah i, I said eight, a seven I said a seven. Eight, seven he said eight, eight five would you i said seven. Oh, okay yeah. this guy always plays the same character yeah cowboy hat long hair <laughs> <laughs> i i've seen him as this as the texan guy a texan. couple times the texan is that his um, his name the texan, texan. <laughs> uh what was his name i don't remember it's not important it's not important the dad the dad, the dad, okay. dad. Rafi's dad. Um, when it opens and it shows Clint Eastwood driving down the road, going to where he's going, this place where this guy's at in this scene, I'm thinking, okay, this is a standard, like we said, okay. traditional cinematography. It's going to be a cowboy story. We're going to see what's going to happen. And then this guy starts talking. <laughs> yeah. I think we were probably thinking the exact same thing as we watched I said, this. I said out loud in the first scene, within the first five mm-hmm. lines of the movie, and Kenzie, Ken, I was watching with Kenzie, and she heard me. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. Uh-oh. <laughs> I was thinking after the first few lines, exposition uh-oh. much? <laughs> because he... We get this first scene gives us an exposition dump. Yeah, a huge a one, big one. I mean, very, it went from zero to one hundred real quick. Very quickly, <laughs> he says, "You know, he goes from you're late to uh, you haven't been the same since the accident. <laughs> you were on pills, and you were on pills, and you were drinking." And you know what? You're fired. You're fired. <laughs> that was it. Was it was zero to sixty? It was so quick. I and was also, like, like I've okay. known you for so long. You I've, owe this to me. I've known to be you on for time. sixty-two years and three months, <laughs> and you've been drunk for half of those years. <laughs> uh, his 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 execution of the lines wasn't wasn't, wasn't good. It, yeah, it was. No, I'm I'm gonna say this. I looked up the casting director. Mm-hmm. The casting director does not have a history of choosing a bad cast. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the kid and this guy. Yeah, you didn't like the, the mom. You didn't like the kid. The I mom did. was hokey. It was hokey, but it was also her. better than him. It was hokey writing for her. Yeah, yes. I think I I agree with she that. She wasn't a bad actress, but 
the writing for her specifically was bad. Okay. It was so, basically you can't have the kid. You yeah. want you you want I want yous and I need you. <laughs> <laughs> I like you and I, and want, I want, you. want you. And then Clint's like, I better get out of here. And she's like, <laughs> Screw you, friggin' Mike. <laughs> you didn't want to sleep with me, so now you can't have my kid. <laughs> uh, Screw you, Mike. <laughs> After she was seducing and Clint's yeah. just like, uh, 91 years old. I'm like, I better get out of here. <laughs> and uh, this guy did not, was not good casting. Mm. I don't know what else he's been on. This is the first film I've seen him in. Not impressed. So Not impressed. I, didn't, I, was I wasn't impressed, impressed with his I, delivery. I was and I was, I was definitely impressed. not impressed with the he writing. That well, now I'm going to look Top notch. Up. Okay. Um the fact that his Google picture is him in the same hat, just like Wyatt said. Yeah, no, I'm telling you, he's the same guy. I, I yeah. do not like this man as an actor. Yeah. I don't think he did a good job. Well, <laughs> he wasn't in the movie a ton. He, he was, was not. No, no, no. But every time, he had, he had lines given to him that were sucky. Yeah. But his delivery was... Beep. I'm telling you, look up pictures of these guys. It's the Mine. same picture. How old He's is this guy? He's in a hat. He's got the long hair. Why? How old is this guy? Oh, man. He is 64. He's actually not he as old. actually looks pretty good for 64. He does. 64 is a not, not a Dwight, young age. I don't know. I was going to um, say he would be older than that. Y- Yoakum? Dwight Yoakum. Uh, Wedding Crashers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he always plays the same character. <clears throat> His his delivery was not great. Um, as far as him as a character, there was no development. Mm-mm. All it was was he he was he, it opened with him mad at Clint or Mike. It goes into he needs a favor from Mike, and then remember that one scene when he's asking, he's like, "Why don't you go get him?" He's like, "Clint, remember, Mike. I have <laughs> Mike. Remember, I have." remember the the charges or yeah <laughs> mike remember the exposition <laughs> <laughs> remember i can't go to mexico yeah because of the the charges because of the past <laughs> because of the past um yeah but he's not in the movie a lot but okay but you would think and i'm guessing probably from the book yeah his character should progress into like he wa- he wants his son there but he also has a use for him Mm-hmm. Not like he's going to work him like he has a a jab at his ex-wife you kind of use for him. So so the the character is actually a lot more complex than I think Clint Eastwood's character? N- no. No. His character. No. He's he's complex in that he's he's a self-made man. He's, you know, probably selfish, but he does he doesn't want his son to be in the environment that he's in. Well, we didn't get, we got that, we got that when, uh, um, when Clint Eastwood talked about him, not when he was, uh, yeah, yes, Clint Clint had to do a lot of the heavy lifting for Mm -hmm. this man's character and every time he would, he would be in a scene though. Maybe that's why he walked funny. Maybe, but he, he, whenever he was in a scene, he, he would, it would just reveal that, oh, I here's more secrets that you found out here's about more, me. Here's, here's more, more secrets. Yeah. Here's more stuff that makes me a non-good person. And it kind of just mm-hmm. ends with him remaining not that a, way. Not a, not a bad person, but like, I didn't tell you everything. More of a, like a, like a, 
Okay, if there's a so, villain... Like a selfish person. If there's a villain in this film, it's him and the mom. No. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. It's him and the mom. It's him and the mom. There's not a villain in it, but it's the, him and the mom. The they're fighting over this the kid. mom's henchmen. They're not. Guy. They're not really thinking about what's best for yeah, the kid. Yeah, but they're not like they're not like villains. They are obstacles. These these yeah these characters are driving the story in different ways. Well, in the negative way. In a negative way, and I think you. So ultimately, uh, uh, ultimately, I don't think he's. I don't think he's a bad person. I just, you know, from what they presented to us, they didn't say he's like a bad person. He's just not a great person. Because Rafi still ends up choosing him. Yeah. And life and honestly, Over the girl, too. And, and honestly... Over the girl. It's probably the best thing for him. Honestly, yeah. Yeah, to get, to get up into it. And, and what I thought the movie was going to be was I thought Clint was going to go get the kid and bring him back to the ranch, and he was going to be like... The ranch father figure. Well, he was going to be, I don't I don't want to be here, um, and I'm I'm going to be difficult. We've seen that a lot. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a trope, but I like that trope where the, the boy learns how to be, you know, a cowboy. He learns how to ride a horse. Mm-hmm. He learns how to take care of the ranch, uh, and, and I thought it was going to be that kind of movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was not. No, it was it was your no, it was it your was her... classic travel sort of you know two people. Movie. I gotta say this: Kenzie made a funny zinger last yeah. night when we were watching this. She good. said, "This feels like a series of unfortunate events meets up." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there's a bird involved. Just and like there's up. a bird involved, and there's an old man and a boy. Yeah. yeah, and then there's a lot of unfortunate events. So let's talk about. Um, let's talk about the dialogue for Clint Eastwood's character and the boy. Yeah, my first take on it is Clint Eastwood had, like I said before, they had they gave him a lot of zingers. Yeah, I guess mm-hmm. in classic zing. Clint form, zing zing. Um, he's older, and so he's just a little slower, and so his delivery, but interacting with characters is not the strongest. I'll I'll give you that. Clint Eastwood's character across the board, well, even when he was younger, was always this kind of kind of quiet, kind of yeah, gruff, just like you know, that's got the fine. Chaps, got the boots on, got the hat, walking through the town, just like type character. Shoot him. It was it was some of his delivery. Uh, not it, it not it a, was off. It was a little off. Just just things like, all right, let's go to the car. Yeah, yeah. You know, he there was some there was some just just a little bit of delivery. The 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 dialogue between the him and the kid is in no way dynamic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's nothing that makes their relationship actually eventually eventually it gets to the point where their relationship is more dynamic. But for a lot of the movie it's just them talking Saying things over and over. Yeah. I'm taking your to your dad at, <laughs> at the at the ranch in Texas. Texas. And <laughs> it's got all the stuff and you're gonna have fun. And the boy is like, I am uh I'm I, emotionally vulnerable. I'm emotionally vulnerable. <laughs> I have a chicken. 
His name is Macho. <laughs> I am Macho. I have a question. Um, who would, okay, let's say it's still a Clint Eastwood movie, but two actors to play Clint Eastwood character and then the boy's character. I don't know. If we were to pick different actors, different actors, who would you pick? To make it more dynamic? Yes. This is, I know who I'd pick for Clint I would Eastwood. Pick, I would pick Hugh Jackman for Clint Eastwood. And I would pick the kid from Stranger Things and um, the new Ghostbusters to play okay. the kid. But he has to be a Mexican kid. Ooh. Right? Uh, we. I mean, you could change the story up a little bit or make it fit somehow. I, I would pick... I like your kid choice. But he's not Mexican. So I would pick... All right, all right, all right. And Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Oof. McConaughey. Well, nah. then he's just he's prone to zingers too. What about oh, Hugh Jackman? But he we're his dynamic. Have, he's good at having Hugh Jackman's going to look more like a good cowboy like him. We're going to get you out of Mexico. And we kind of saw Hugh Jackman do this already, though, didn't we? See that in Wolverine? <laughs> no, we saw we saw Hugh Jackman play an Australian cowboy. No, no, in Wolverine, the last movie that we saw him play. So it's so old. Old Wolverine and the little girl little traveling girl. across the country. We saw that already. Yeah, so exactly. I, it, I would say a better version, a better version of this movie, as far as interactions and dialogue between a kid and an old man, mm-hmm. um, would be the Hunt for the Wilder People. If you've ever seen the Hunt for the yeah, Wilder but that's People. a comedy. That's not a drama. It, it is a drama as well. It's got you like it because it's got zingers in it too, though. It's yeah. comedy. But the dialogue between the kid and if you've seen Deadpool too, you know that's that. um, the guy on Jurassic Park and Sam Neill is yeah. the old man. The 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 dialogue between the two of them because he's similar to Clint Eastwood and the kid is a similar, you know, emotionally vulnerable kind of hoodlum, and they 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 they're on this adventure together and they have to get to know each other and the dialogue is very dynamic it's very good between the two of them these two i don't know if it was the kid his acting or if it was the writing yeah i want to change um, my answer i don't want I McConaughey. That... i want um shia buff okay we got that with the peanut butter falcon <laughs> but it was good it was good All so right, like... a similar movie to this as well the peanut butter falcon mm, yeah yeah <laughs> The dialogue, the yeah. dialogue, Shia LaBeouf's dialogue in, in the that, Peanut Butter Falcon is beautiful. beautiful. It's amazing. Movie. It's built for his character so well. I Have you seen Peanut Butter Falcon? Yes. I went into that movie being like, this is going to be not a great movie, I don't think. It's very good. It's fantastic. It's on my <laughs> probably top 10 movies because I like it so much because of his yeah. acting in it. If you want If you want a good... Good, just sort of adventure buddy cop. Buddy cop. Yeah. yeah, kind of just good times film with light drama. Peanut Butter Falcons. It. Mm. Um, I don't think. I think it was the writing, mm. but honestly, this kid's acting. There were moments that were like supposed to be heartfelt that started making me think. Jack Black could deliver these lines. <laughs> I will also in I, classic Nacho look, fashion, and it would make you laugh. Look, I'll Nacho say, fashion. I'll say, this kid is probably new on the scene. Yeah, um, I had to work with a ninety-year-old. I also, I, I never want to criticize young kid actors because yeah, they, they are getting started. This is a new thing. Like even the uh, the Jungle Book live action. You know, the kid act. He's acting basically with just John Favreau. Mm-hmm. in the jungle book mm-hmm. um 
and he's a kid. These are this, this is a kid. He's you know getting started. His next movie may might be even better. Maybe. I I'm just saying they gotta give him better lines so he can actually practice. I, yeah. So I'll say that a lot of his dialogue was very very much the same. Yeah. Um, and a lot of their conversations were very boring. You know. <laughs> The scene where Clint Eastwood talks to Macho the Chicken as he's sitting on the table is one of the most believable scenes. Mm-hmm. Anytime you know Clint Eastwood's interacting with the chicken mm-hmm. when he was trying to catch it, trying to catch <laughs> it, those are the best. Those are like my favorite scenes. Yeah, yeah. That was because uh, it's was pure Clint Eastwood just doing Clint Eastwood. Doing Clint Eastwood. You got to the count of five to come out or I'm gonna wring this chicken's neck yeah <laughs> that kind of stuff and he's just holding the chicken and you know he's not gonna kill the chicken because they establish he's a he's an animal guy and he heals animals by looking at them <laughs> <laughs> yeah and there was a good moment where he's like I don't know how to help old yeah yeah and they bring an old dog they bring an old dog and he's like I don't know how to cure old um, <laughs> acting one to ten and then also give us do you think there's anybody here we don't like the kid and we don't like his acting together but is there anybody that you liked that Uh, Marta was pretty good Marta was good she she had a lot of emotions do you see that Mm -hmm. that when they were leaving yes and she was she was holding back tears I didn't didn't like her feel about it I liked her I didn't like Marta was the only was the Marta stood out in this pool of actors she really did you got to admit that you weren't paying attention probably to Marta, but Mar- you were sleeping on Marta a little bit. I, you know, who I liked I liked the crooked cops that stopped him and looked for the drugs. <laughs> the that whole scene was so pointless. that was crazy. That is a no. crazy scene. He's like the kid pulls out a lot of cash. Thank I, you for. I actually really like after like, they drive no. away and Clint Eastwood just like. Losers, <laughs> jerks, just throwing stuff saying. in the car. That was supposed to be Clint Eastwood's on fire moment. Like he is pissed, uh-huh. you know, and he wasn't. No, and no, he just—he's too old to work up the energy to be as pissed as he needs mm-hmm. to be for that scene. So it was just him just muttering, you know, when you've been name pi- calling. When you've been pissed this. your whole life. <laughs> <laughs> when you've been pissed and angry your whole. life. I mean, he holds it on his face pretty good. So there were there mm. were really good scenes. I, I I agree with you about Marta. I think she yeah. was good. That could be also due to um, she didn't have to speak English. She didn't have to speak English. She didn't. Have, she, you know, she just delivered her lines. Well, she, I, I, you you got to pay attention to their facial expressions. Yeah. You got to pay attention to how they hold themselves on camera. Um, and but, but all over, of go ahead. Overall, what do you give it? Uh. Overall, as far as acting and casting, yeah, I would say um, about a four. I would 3. say 3.5. 3.5, yeah. Three, and that's generous. I'm just saying that because Clint's in it. Honestly. Yeah, I was going to give it a four uh, be- just because there's enough good acting moments from from certain characters Clint Eastwood, Marta, the chicken, and. Wait, the chicken. Uh, no, the, the chicken. The chicken the did chicken, a great. <laughs> that's great. like uh, I don't think I've ever seen a better trained rooster. Yeah. What a what a great. I don't know if they remember had that. Oh, roosters. do you remember when they they had who was it? The kid outside uh-huh. and Clint walks out of the thing and the chicken's just going after the just guy's going leg. Going after the guy's leg. <laughs> like how did they get him? to I do don't that? know. Yeah. 
So the real hero of the story is the chicken. Is the chicken. Macho. Yeah. It's in the title. So yeah. uh, there were some good moments like his interactions with the little kids, with the girls. Yeah, it was nice. All of that was wonderful. But, his, and, w- and his when he's explaining to the kid in the car that you get old and yeah. you know, you live a certain life and then you get old and things happen. You don't realize to it's too late. Mm-hmm. That was a very up moment. Yes. Um. So there were good scenes like yeah. that. Yeah. If I was going to change it overall a little bit, I would have... I, I think they were trying to throw some of this in there, but I would kind of lean on this a little more to still have like traveling um, dialogue stuff, but have it more of an older man uh, and say like, I'm old now. Like lean into the, lean into his experience. And, yeah, lean into experience and kind of pass it on to this younger kid. If I were to, if I were to change the dynamic, mm-hmm. I'd say the kid wants to go to the ranch yeah. with his father. He does not like Clint Eastwood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I would say he 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 doesn't like Clint Eastwood at all. Yeah, and so he is, you know, contradictory and mean. Clint Eastwood trying to get away from him trying to steal uh, his car all kinds of stuff yeah stuff like that like he doesn't like him and he and or because Clint Eastwood doesn't like the kid mm. they don't like each other yeah because the kid's a hoodlum I would have leaned into that a little bit more kid's a hoodlum mm-hmm. and he is he is mean and he's you know less emotionally vulnerable than he is he I mean he opens up Super quick. So you just want another hunt for the wilder people, essentially? No, uh, no, because there's the 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 kid in Hunt for the Wilder People. You know, very quickly, very quickly grows attached to the old man, mm-hmm. but the, he doesn't the, like him. But the old man doesn't like yeah. the kid mm-hmm. as much. It takes it takes longer for the old man to like the kid in the Hunt for the Wilder People. Yeah. Well, um, I think we should get close to finishing it off mm. this episode we i think we've give a whole whole recommendation for the film um yes first i want to say this face that we got from clinton this movie by the way is how he's looking at marta yeah <laughs> this is him looking at marta so marta. if you want clint to be a sweet old man you didn't give us a picture give of him marta, marta. you're both right i didn't get a marta both their scenes to, uh, all their scenes together they were where, nice. they're, where they're you know they're making the, the, he got a little the taco bread. The and taco yeah. bread. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The tortillas. They're and, squid, and, they're and, they're, and they're dancing. Mm-hmm. All that stuff is really sweet. He got he got some uh, little few little kisses out of this film. I'll say Clint. this: what, Josh and I, <laughs> w- when we were watching, we're like, "How is this gonna end?" What? It's like they're staying here. Yeah. <laughs> they're staying in this yeah. town. Glenn's so happy with He's Martha. He's so happy working with the horses and the animals. Yep. And he loves Dancing Martha with Martha and, and, the, and the kids. Well lit. So room. happy here. He's staying. Yeah. Um let's do the same let's end the same way we did last episode. Mm-hmm. Let's giggle a little bit. Oh, do I we, wanted to let's let's finish up by giving it a rank. By giving by giving recommendations and yeah. ranks. Okay. Movie as a whole, the whole thing taking in everything. Give me a one out of ten. Four. Four. The thing that gives it that higher score is just the fact that Clint's in it and that the cinematography was good. It wasn't bad at all. Now I'm not. I don't mean anything weird by this, but this movie's like Taco Bell. It's it's a it's a taco, but it's not the best taco you can eat ever. 
It's so, like the little crunchy ones that they give you with the crunch wrap supreme. <laughs> uh, like they just got beef and lettuce. And yeah, cheese. yeah. It's it's <laughs> and it, they get soft. It's a taco. If you yeah. let it sit too long. <laughs> it's a taco, but it's not like a. You're going to like a nice fancy restaurant mm. or taco uh, truck. Yes. So I'll, I'll give it like a four also. Okay. What? Um. Maybe a three point five. I'm I'm in the same area. I'm in the three point five four. Yeah, three point five four. Four, probably a four. Would I recommend this movie to people? I think no. <laughs> no, I I I'm not gonna say no because there's I feel like there's an audience for this movie, mm. and you know, a lot of movies that I've watched where I'm like, wow, this is bad acting. This is this is bad, uh, uh, you know, delivery. I don't like the the interactions. Um, a lot of a lot. I would say probably this is a movie that like my dad would watch, mm-hmm. and he wouldn't see any of that. Yep, <laughs> he would see what a sweet story with with Clint the kid Eastwood's getting and old. The boy. What Marta. a sweet you know you know. Yeah, he would be he would be floored that Clint Eastwood is ninety one and still doing all those things in this mm-hmm. movie, still walking around. I, still I would say horses. that I would say that you know a lot of people would wouldn't see what I see, mm-hmm. and in in the way I look at for specific things mm-hmm. to nitpick, a lot of people don't nitpick. They just enjoy the movie, and for those people who just enjoy the movie, this is a sweet movie. It's very heartfelt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think that's what went into the movie was that it's supposed to be a heartfelt movie. Yeah. So I think for you, uh, if this, if this is, if you're the kind of person who doesn't nitpick, this is the movie. This is a good movie for you. You're, you're gonna enjoy if you just want to put something on that's slow, the you know easy pacing, and and heartfelt. I'm gonna say I'll recommend. Yeah, it. I'm gonna say no. I would not recommend it. Biggest thing is because I don't think it was. I'm not. This is not a bash on Clint. He's mm. a great person. You didn't a great. Like it. I don't think it's good storytelling. I okay. think it's they did not take into the, just the simple idea of show don't tell. And mm. for that, I don't think it deserves any recommendation. I would lean in. I would agree with Wyatt. It's not for me. It's it's got an audience. That's it's got see, an audience. That's the thing. I can't. I I don't be, I I don't have it in my heart to just not recommend the yeah. movie. If it were uh if it it's were right, something for all of us. If it were something like Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. yeah, no. I would say no. Don't watch that movie. You're not going to find anything redeeming in that movie. Not animation, not 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 acting, not storytelling. I, I like the what scrolls? The scrolls. Okay. I like the so scrolls. So the scrolls are kind of redeeming in yeah. that movie, but you get some of them in in Spider-Man. And I would say this but, is just not the same as that. Yeah, that one. That one I'm not going to recommend. This one I'm going to recommend to a certain audience. Mm-hmm. I can't just say no. Don't watch this movie because it's terrible. Well, if you watch this movie and you really enjoy it, then you're a part of that audience. So just yeah, let yeah. your gut be your enjoy, guide. Enjoy, enjoy what you enjoy. Your gut and your yeah. bowels. But for me. No dog, but for me and my house, we, <laughs> we will not be watching this one again. Yeah. Let's watch. Let's look at some memes. Let's, uh, yeah, let's, we get in the memes. Let's uh, let's do the subscription thing. 
subscription? Uh, the, the thing for tell people to subscribe. Oh, yeah. Well, all right. Look. Before we get into the memes. If so, you're not already subscribed. You should be. Yeah. Please. Please, actually. Yeah. If you watch our videos consistently and haven't subscribed. Do we have a, a slide look, for these? The subscribe okay. thing, you know, it helps us get our videos recommended. Um, it helps like the search algorithm and everything. Mm-hmm. If and if you like and actually like. comment on this video, mm-hmm. we're gonna get we're gonna get more interaction from more people, and that's yeah. what we want. Comments also affect the algorithm, and more, more than comments that, like, and like more comments, yes. more recommendations yes. to people because there's interaction on the video and people are watching. All right, think of it this way: you comment, we can see your comment, we could talk to you in the comments. We actually enjoy that. But just by you commenting not only allows us to talk back with you, but it also allows other people to see it more often, Mm -hmm. and it allows us to also talk to them. So we just need engagement from you so that we can actually genuinely engage with you and more people. And and get better at podcasts. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we also have the Midnight Special. Saturday night. Friday night. Not Saturday. I don't know why. Midnight Special. Spotify only. No, it's not Spotify only. I keep saying that. Spotify, audio audio only, only, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Google Podcast, um, all of the above. Yeah. Google. iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio, yeah. Yep. Leave a review. at 10 a.m. Friday night at 10 a.m. Leave a review on Apple Podcast. Not a.m. Gosh, we are all over the place. (laughs) Yeah, it's all right. off. I'm used to doing this at the end. Well, I I figured we'd. Yeah, it's a good idea. Throw it in now. It's a good idea. Yeah. 10 p.m. Friday nights, midnight special. (laughs) Look for the audio version on audio apps. YouTube, Monday and Wednesday at 7 a.m. We have new podcasts on YouTube and on the audio apps for you audio listeners. Let's uh, get into memes. All right. <laughs> when the teacher makes <laughs> So the, uh, the memes I put in are random, <laughs> but I <laughs> love the way Yeti looks in this Yeti. one. Him just standing by Ninja, Look at both him of their hair. The, the the energy in this picture. <laughs> Look at his jacket. I know. He's wearing Whoa. so many rings. He's like, <laughs> I don't know if this is for me, brother. <laughs> this does not look like yeah. I'm I'm ha- I'm not having a good time. This whole group of people. <laughs> this is like, whoa, nice dunk. I'm here to freaking. I'm here to like. I don't know. Maybe give to the kids. Or whatever, and they're yeah. just like trying to follow orders. And somebody who's doesn't know what they're doing, but works. He dunked a ball like I dunk. Or the like ref in, is trying to give him instruction. Oh, what? I don't you know look. much about dunking. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's got the he's got the energy of like ninja. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly how I conduct myself here is a part of my brand. <laughs> so ninja's very aware of of yeah of his brand. He's a big. He's he's one of the largest mm. gamers. Um, on, on, on the world in the in world, the world. Yeah. and he's very sensitive i think of, 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 of how people perceive him see it looks like someone's talking to them and they're all trying to hear they're and paying attention paying attention to what someone's saying and he's like coming off of a smile he's like so mm-hmm. yeah, like <laughs> what the teacher picks the group yeah. the, the group is paying attention <laughs> to the instructions so so in this picture who's doing the majority of the work on this project um I think the he guy. is. Yeah. This guy. I think I think she is is organizing the project. <laughs> He's doing Ninja it. is um 
Ninja's doing the marketing. Ninja's Ninja's <laughs> gonna put in his two cents, but also he's not gonna get back to like he's not gonna be in the group chat. And Guy Fieri, <laughs> he's gonna be Guy Fieri isn't. He, he's just <laughs> Guy Fieri's just here during the presentation, <laughs> and he has some lines that they've given him. He hasn't done any work. <laughs> he's got the face of a guilty guilty guy. <laughs> he's like, I didn't he's do like, any I didn't of the work. help with this project. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do the next meme. Oh. Ten-year-old me, I'm never gonna be those boring, boring adults. adults. Always in a bad mood. <laughs> yeah. It's just funny because that on New Girl, which is predominantly where a lot of these are from, mm-hmm. it the Nick character is always. All, he's an old soul. I love mm-hmm. that the half his face <laughs> down here in the hoodie. Look, you do that. <laughs> It's the same hoodie too. Yeah, same hoodie. <laughs> just angry. <laughs> Look at that face. I love a... this one down here in the middle. <laughs> this <laughs> just <one>. disgusted. <laughs> and that one, and that one above the red hat. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, beautiful. Yep. Even when he's smiling, he's still mean facing, mean mm-hmm. mugging. Mm-hmm. He's got a he's got an intense scowl. Look at how you shaped his face. <laughs> I gets. love it. Look at that U. All Look right. at it up in the top left hand, the U. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go ahead. Next one. So this is <laughs> this is one of those ones that's just so dumb. You go to work your, nine, your cringe nine to five. I'll be gaming. <laughs> <laughs> go work your cringe nine to five. I'll be Gaming. I think it's funny because not the picture. It's it's the imagined person who says this. Yes, that's what makes you who giggle. Who would say that? Um. Oh my gosh, little white kid. A little know, white kid sir, made this who, meme. Who's his his immune system is basically nothing because he <laughs> consumes Skittles and Cheetos. Skittles and pizza night. and Mountain Dew also. Yeah, but after that one I'll kid died eating. at that confection at that convention from eating nothing but pizza and Mountain Dew. We just stood up for after three days and collapsed. And collapsed, died. yeah. After that, mm. the gamers are like, all right, guys, Rest we're in outlawing pizza and Mountain Dew. Mm. Bring in the Code Red. <laughs> Bring in the gamer fuel and the Code Red. <laughs> um, yeah, this is, a, this, uh, this is made by somebody who doesn't work, doesn't have a job. Mm. It is in school still. And mm. it's hilarious. It's... it's all right. So dumb. Let's do the next one. All right, Joshua got this one. <laughs> what, if? what if Ronan won the dance-off? That is the That's question. a good moment to grab. Yeah. It looks like he's actually participating. Yeah. <laughs> he showed me this, what, this morning, <laughs> last night? I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. Well, that could be a legit what-if series. They just have to go through the trouble of animating it. Yeah, and he's like... He's not in the in the movie. He's he's just says, "What are you doing?" <laughs> but in this, it's instead he just <laughs> you can just see starts him. getting into what, it. Starts, what would Ronan's dance be? Picks up that he that would definitely thing start with a, <laughs> and then when it's his turn, he'd be like, "I can no, see that." Pick I, up his weapon and start swinging it around. The <laughs> white man's <laughs> overbite. Use it as a. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> amazing. All right, that's all the memes we got. Woo! You didn't provide it. I did not. Slack you didn't it. contribute this week. You slacked last week, and you slack. I slacked this week, and you slacked last week. Okay, I'll give you I'm never slacking. <laughs> not in the meme game. Well, 
Thank you for watching, everybody. Yes. Guess what? Follow us on Friday night or look for us on Wednesday. We have a new episode coming out. Um, and the midnight special on Fridays at 10 p.m. Thanks. We love you. Yep. The love same you. way. The same way Rafi loves macho. That's, That's right. right. Mm-hmm.